a lot of procrastination occurs where people don't actually know what to do in order to achieve it. So they say, I want to launch a podcast. Okay, cool. How do you do that? I've got no idea. So they will procrastinate, they'll research, they'll attempt to do lots of things because they're not actually aware of the steps they need to take uh, in order to make it happen. Today, we're just going to talk about goal setting, idea of procrastination and whatever sort of comes in our mind and that hopefully leave you with some value here. So yeah, we're going to begin now. So Ben, so tell us, (laughs) what does goal setting actually mean? Like, what's your opinion on what goal setting is? And how can one actually set their goals? You know. Sure. Well, I, I think in a very in a very simple way to phrase it, right? A goal setting is simply understanding what you want and setting about achieving it, and and putting something in the future that you want to create or achieve. Now. There's a lot of different ways in which to go about it. And that's where you, you come into goal setting. I mean, do you feel a lot of pressure when you set goals? How big should you set goals? Like, how many goals should you set, right? There's lots of uh, different aspects to think about when setting goals. And I think a lot of people go about it in, in a way that is incredibly challenging to achieve them sustainably. Yeah, okay. So like, that's a great answer, but I mean, do you think that does it matter in terms of the size of the goals like one should have like um... sure so when when i break it down i usually ask people to have a vision so they have a vision for what they want to achieve for their life and for me i think that's that overarching i want to achieve that and then i look at setting mini goals along the way to help achieve it so most people set one year goals But the truth is, as humans, we tend to overestimate what we can do in a year and we underestimate what we can do in a decade. So what happens is we set these year goals. It comes to the end of the year and we're thinking, why haven't I achieved what I wanted to achieve? Right. So what I often tell people is to set three month goals because three months is a period of time you can actually understand. I call these power years. And for me, the aim is in a three month period, you do more than most people can achieve in a year because you're focused and you know what you're doing. And that enables you to make much more progress than anyone who sets a goal and then forgets about it and then attempts to do it and then it loses them by the wayside. That's so true, you know. I mean, from my own experience, like every time I sort of set more like short term, like having like a big vision really helped me. But then every time I sort of set like more short term goals, you know, where it's like one, two, three months, like you said, I felt like I was able to achieve them much more easily and much more, I could make much more progress. Even if let's say I, w- I was not able to achieve it, I was able to come quite close to it. Yeah. And another thing is like, I feel like if when it's like a long-term goal, sometimes you feel like really overwhelmed by it. And also you change in the process. At least that's how I feel in my goal setting. I don't know what's your opinion on it, but like going from one area to the next, like in my three years journey, I feel like I don't even want that goal anymore. You know, like that kind of a feeling. So that's very human. And I guess life comes in the way things change, shift. You feel like you have to, you're another person. So that goal that you set out may not be the goal you want actually, you know? So I was just curious about that. What's your... Yeah, most certainly. I mean, for me personally, I think it's incredibly important to be aware of what it is that you want to achieve from a goal standpoint. So let's say you want to set up a business or you want to do something within the next year. Great. But how does that actually break down? And for me, it's looking into a three month period. Okay. So you look into three months and you say, what do I, what is it that I want to do? And I usually set a major and then a few minors. And the reason this is helpful is I've got a major, this is what I want to achieve. That's the big thing. I want to make that happen. And then you have a few minors that you hit along the way. And the truth is humans evolve. I'll give you a great example this year. 
January comes, everyone's like, I can't wait this year. I'm going to go on seven holidays. I'm going to achieve this. I'm going to speak in front of people. What happens? That diddly squat. You can't do anything. So if you kept to that same goal, you'll be feeling so much pressure right now. The truth is everyone has had to adapt it, to pivot. And that's the beauty of really understanding goal setting is to giving yourself that freedom to not just go tunnel vision towards a goal, but to actually know what you said about having that long-term where you're going yeah. and figuring out what's the next step to get me along that journey towards where I want to be. So it sort of comes down to uh, enjoying the process of it while you're kind of working towards that long-term vision in a way, you know? Yeah, most certainly, because I think if you're not enjoying the journey, what's the point, right? Exactly. The, the journey is 99% of where you spend your time. So if you can actually enjoy that part of it, it makes the destination so much more worth it. Yeah, totally. I truly agree. Another thing that sort of popped in my mind is um, because obviously in this, like sort of the work I'm trying to do is sort of like helping people to connect with, with themselves and sort of build their more self-awareness. And, you know, there's a thing about, like I've noticed, like even in my own life, like, um, and I'm sure I've met a lot of people and I felt, I felt that when I've connected with them, um, sometimes I've noticed that people go after goals, but they're not necessarily their own goals. You know, they're sort of the goals that are sort of like either conditioned to them as a society expectation, have a house, have a business, or, you know, whatever that goal may be for somebody or, mm. or get married or, you know, wh whatever sort of cultural background they would come from. And, they, that might not be their true goal. It may be not their true sort of purpose, but they're sort of like doing it because they think they should be doing it sort of like a part of growing up or part of um, dealing with life, right? So how does, I think what I'm trying to get at is like, do you think self-awareness sort of plays a big part? And if so, then how can one sort of understand their own goal, whether that goal is for them, you know? So just sort of what are your thoughts about that? That's sort of, that was my kind of question. I think ultimately it comes down to where you are and having that awareness of what it is that you want, because most people will go about setting a goal and like, do, do you actually want that? Would it, does that light you up? And I think one of the great, like a great question that I was asked on, on the podcast earlier today and that I ask a lot of people as well is that if you had all the time in the world, all the money and you couldn't fail, what would you be doing right now? And yeah. suddenly that brings up some questions and you start to think and reflect as to what it is that you really want. I think uh, with a lot of cultures, and I do a, a lot of speaking in China, I think there's this predisposition to doing what our families want us to do. And exactly. I think that yeah. the, the, the issue that occurs with that is you end up d doing something and you could achieve it, but there's resentment there. And I think ultimately mm -hmm. that's figuring out, do you want to live your own life or live your mom or your dad's? And that's where you really have to look at yourself in the mirror and figure out what is most important to you. And are you going about it for you or someone else? Mm. So I think it's true that I think it's uh, sometimes the goals we're going after are not necessarily the goals are our original goals. And you're right. I mean, you end up resenting, uh, yeah. even if, like you said, if you achieve it, you end up resenting uh, the, the, the condition, <laughs> wherever it came from, <laughs> whether that's your parents, whether that's your religion, whether that's your, cultural society or whether that's uh, could be your friends you know so it, it can come from anywhere so I totally agree and I for me also like I feel like self-awareness has played a big role whenever every time I sort of work towards um, a goal and also sort of like being open and adaptable to the fact that maybe it would change because I would change you know and that like we said like going through the journey in itself really sort of helps so another thing that sort of like I'm thinking about um is uh, procrastination like a lot of the times we set a goal 
and then we sort of feel either we feel overwhelmed by it or we sort of feel like we're not really feeling the energy to go after it. I guess that's sort of related to what you just said earlier, but I just wanted to know, like, why why does one sort of end up procrastinating when it comes to their sort of goal setting and goals? So, well, I think procrastination is, is a topic in and of itself. And I, I, I've written a lot about this. And I think, especially when we look at goal setting, there's a few common factors that I see, right? The first yeah. reason why you procrastinate on a goal is because you don't want to do it. And yeah. you've got to look at yourself in the mirror and you know, you actually don't want to yeah. learn tennis or you don't want yeah. to pick up a language. Like you actually don't yeah. want to do that. So yeah. maybe yeah. just don't bother setting the goal. And I think that's important. Uh, another one, and, and you mentioned that, is that sometimes when we set goals, we feel overwhelmed. When we're overwhelmed, we procrastinate because we don't know where to start. So yeah. actually one of, the, one of the core things to overcome that is breaking it down into simple things. And when we look into three months or one month, usually you can simplify it enough that you can actually break it down into some tangible steps that you could actually take to make it happen. Yeah. I think yeah. a lot of procrastination occurs where people don't actually know what to do in order to achieve it. So they say, I want to launch a podcast. Okay, cool. How do you do that? I've got no idea. So they will procrastinate, they'll research, they'll attempt to do lots of things because they're not actually aware of the steps they need to take uh, in order to make it happen. That's so true. I think that the the awareness plays a big role, like awareness of what you actually need to do, like the knowledge or the knowing what is the direction, what are the steps, because the goal in itself can be really exciting. But if you don't know the how, that can really overwhelm you and that can really make you feel like, you know, it can, it can make you feel lost actually. So I think yeah. that's a, that's a key. So what can one do actually? That's a, that, that takes me to another question. What can one do to figure out those steps? So let's say my goal is, um, uh, I don't know, uh, let's say we have a goal. Uh, okay. Let's say my goal is to lose weight. So what are the actual knowledge and steps do I need to take in order to achieve that goal? So let's use that as an example. I'm I'm showing you, I'm just like throwing it spontaneously this question. That's fine. I'm I'm used to this. I have lots of clients that have wanted to lose weight in the past. When when it comes to losing weight, right? It's it's a very it's it's a very simple process. And actually I'll I'll answer this in two different ways. Yes, firstly we'll break it down in a goal, and then I'll answer it using an analogy. So firstly, with regards to goal setting, right? It's very simple. First you want to externalize. Write down everything you think you have to do to achieve it. So you may think, I've got to go to a gym. I've got Mm -hmm. to go on a diet. I have to get a PT. I need to throw all my chocolate away. I need to stop eating brownies every evening, right? There's loads of these ideas, okay? So you write everything down. Now that's the first step because you've externalized pretty much all the ideas. And then on paper, you figured out, okay, these are all the options that I have, right? That's one thing. Then it's prioritizing and figuring out, okay, well, which one's actually the best one to start with? And that's where you think mm-hmm. about what's the 20% of what I do that causes 80% of the results. With losing weight, as an example, from a strategy standpoint, I think 80% of losing weight is the food that you eat. So it's, if you think about 20% of what we've spoken about, it's probably about the, the food that you have. Right now, specifically with losing weight, I avoid diets because the first three letters of that is die. Who wants to go on a diet? Right. It sounds terrible for me. I think it's about a lifestyle change and figuring out how do you you want to change that? And then you can look into steps as my environment and then you want to measure your progress. And this Mm -hmm. is where you can start to see how you're on track. So Mm -hmm. if we were to break it down into the simple goal setting steps, and I've got a a free PDF that I'm sure we can put in the show notes that people can download. But in in essence, you are externalizing, you're prioritizing, and then you're going to chunk. 
So what I mean by chunk is that the brownies, ice cream, uh, eating healthy, that all comes under, for me, nutrition. So then you've got mm -hmm. nutrition part of it. You've got mm -hmm. exercising part of it. Maybe you've got the mindset part of it. Maybe yep, you even have yep. your environment. And now you've got different mm -hmm. segments. You can start to prioritize. And now, instead of it becoming this, I need to lose weight, suddenly you've got mini targets along the way. You've got nutrition. Mm -hmm. You have got fitness. You've got sleep. And you mm -hmm. have these different elements that you start to pull strings on that enable you to move forward. And then you can look into mm -hmm. making it time-specific, scheduling it in, and then starting to make it happen. So those are the elements, for example, that you can break it down to. Yep. You're not... Yeah, you know, going going from nowhere. Now, yeah. the truth is, just for example, with losing weight, uh, I often use this analogy, and that's this. I want you to imagine that I'm an apple tree and you're a pear tree, right? Okay. And I get an apple okay. and I stick an apple on your pear tree. What do you think would happen? If you stick your apple to my pear tree, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> what would happen? Will it will it survive? Will it live? Will it thrive? Like, will it turn into a big apple, or do you think it would fall off and die if you put an apple on a pear tree? I think it will just be fine. Okay, maybe it'll be fine. However, if you've actually got an apple and you put it on a pear tree, it's a pear tree, right? The apple will probably just fall off and die, right? Yeah. And that's yeah, generally yeah. speaking what happens with people with losing weight because they look for a strategy. What I mean by this mm. is that I want to lose weight. Okay, you need to try this diet, the Atkins diet or the oh, you know, yes, I'm yes. a eating diet, right? So keto, keto diet as well. Yeah, sure. So a keto thing. So, so people attempt to do that, right? And they say, yeah. oh, it didn't work for me. So then someone goes, oh, I've got an even better apple. And they put it on the tree. Another strategy. Doesn't work. Mm. Why? Because you need to change the roots. If you change the mm. roots of a tree, suddenly the tree changes in and of itself. And that's where you start to look at these deeper reasons for losing weight. Like, like what is really stopping you? Is it decisions that you've made when you were younger? What, what, what is it a defense mechanism? And that's where you start to look into these actual fundamental pieces of psychology that could actually be stopping you from actually moving forward. And then the strategy becomes easy. So that's really, you know, taking a step back when you get into that mindset and figuring out what is it that you really want and, and uncovering perhaps what is stopping you with that self-awareness, it then gives you a better ability to choose the right strategy to enable you to move forward. That is so true because I, I, I think it's like if you work on your psychology part and understand, okay, for example, a weight, I mean, I don't know why we brought this as an example, but we just did. But I feel like it's so true because if you work on the psychology part of it, then you can actually listen to yourself and you can actually ask questions yourself and you can understand what are the choices you want to make. Like like lately, I've been actually working on, okay, let me, because I, I, I wanted to lose weight anyway myself, but, and I actually figured this out about myself where I was. I realized that I was really, like you said, I was actually doing exactly that. I was working on strategy, do this diet or this diet or like different kind of attempts I was doing. And I was getting the results. It's not like I wasn't getting the results. I was getting the results. But then this year I was really like sort of had time to reflect thanks to Corona. <laughs> but I had time to sort of like self-reflect and really understand what are the reasons, what is that causes me to actually you know, the, the relationship I have with food and also the relationship I'm having with myself in connection to food, like, what is it exactly am I doing? And why am I doing this? So I really like sort of dug deep and understood. And in my case, like I discovered that, um, you know, like, uh, I think it was like part of my kind of conditioning rebellious nature, because I come from originally from Pakistan, so my family, and I realized that uh, over there, there's like a lot of body shaming that's sort of like involved into mm. into into as as like women should be a certain way for example and me being uh, unconventional from the beginning of my days and being a rebellious kid 
I always fought that. Like I always sort of fought like I used to dress up as a boy and you know, I was I had like a completely different sort of journey. And I actually sort of understood that. I realized that actually I kind of do that because subconsciously I felt like I was fighting that. Like I was like trying to fight, you know, this whole uh, notion of, uh, you know, that uh, the body shaming is wrong and, you know, know, that if you're overweight, it's okay. You know, so I was like telling myself these stories and I was sort of like trying to rebel against their idea of of, uh, what the perfect beauty is. So I think some way I was like afraid that I don't want to become that. And, but then in, in the result of it, I was sabotaging myself, you know? So I realized yeah. like, wow, I'm sabotaging myself because at the end of the day, it's not about the body image. It's about me and me being healthy for myself. So I think that was like a big awakening I had this year about myself. And I was like, wow, I need to, I need to work on that. And like you just said, it, it's so true. Like your psychology and just having that, listening to yourself and understanding what are your reasons, what are your deep root causes? then it just makes it easier. Like now, like obviously I'm on the journey, but I, I feel like I'm making progress more organically, more naturally, rather than, you know, just trying to, just trying to push the idea of, okay, I need to achieve it, you know? So it, it's just shifted, something shifted. So I totally agree on that. So it's actually, I have another question that's sort of kind of taking me from this conversation. I remember I was listening to your YouTube video and um, I, I think it was on goal setting, but it was also about, by the way, people do check out uh, Ben Ami's YouTube channel. It's uh, really great. And also check out this particular video that I'm referring to. And uh, I don't know if you'll remember it because I'm kind of uh, saying it to you right now. But you were mentioning something about systems and how systems, if we set up systems, how systems can sort of work quite organically. I know you kind of touched up on that, but I would really like you to kind of explain that because what you were saying in that video really kind of resonated with me. And this is something what I'm trying to implement in my life more and more now and like the idea of habits and and then it's just for me now achieving something just becomes like a natural thing so what are yes. your kind of thoughts sure so I, I think ultimately when you set a goal it's you do a series of habits you achieve the goal however if you flip it on its head and you think what systems would i have to put in place in order to sustainably achieve what i want and actually to be that so let's say you want to be a healthy individual right you want to be sexy yeah. right what actually <laughs> do you have to do right each day or each week in order to look like that and like how yeah. does your lifestyle actually have to change and, and that's where it speaks yeah. to people like what are your lifestyle principles and you yeah. start to put these systems and habits in place and the reason that's powerful is if you set a goal and you're pushing yourself in three different directions and yeah. you often sacrifice yourself in other areas so yeah, yeah. you've got a successful business but now you've gained a ton of weight or yeah. you, you you've you've done amazing emotionally but now your relationship sucks right yeah. okay you're meditating yeah. Yeah. you know on a rock but now you don't have a relationship so that's mm-hmm. where if you've got the right systems in place that enables you to move your life forward from a multitude of different perspectives to enable you to ultimately get towards where you want to be so for an example yeah. systems okay so yeah. if we look into uh, losing weight right so one yeah. of the systems that i put in and someone has to track how much they weigh every day and then we yeah. take an average on the week and then i can clearly see week by week are they gaining weight are they losing weight and we can see they're mm-hmm. on track okay great you lost mm-hmm. like 0.1 kg nice and then they lose 0.5 kg. Okay, cool. What did you do different? Yeah. And, then, and, then, and then they have an off day, right? Or an off yeah. week and they go up 0.2. I'm like, okay, what happened? Now I let myself go. I didn't do it. And, then, and they realize that and they can see the data. Like losing weight is, is a, a fantastic thing. And you know, I've had to lose weight myself. I remember you know, a funny story was that I was uh, in uh, Los Angeles meeting my, my girlfriend's family. She's not my wife, yeah. but when I met yeah. them, they 
were giving me lots of food, right? And as a British yeah, person, yeah. you have to finish everything yeah. that's on your plate because that's yeah. what British people do. In America, the plates are twice as big and they're yeah. Asian, so they like to give loads of food. So I'm thinking these people right. are challenging me, right? I've got this massive plate, I finish it, they're putting more on. And I'm thinking, is this yeah. like a test to see if I can eat for their daughter? I've got no idea. So literally within a month, I gained 30 pounds. So wow. for me, that was... Uh, a, a transformational journey and obviously you mentioned the YouTube you can check that out it's a six-month transformation it took me six months to lose it oh, wow. right? one month yeah. to gain it and, and I speak okay. about the journey and ultimately that's the discipline and I would never share anything that I haven't done myself and I know that being able to track and having the right systems in place is incredibly important and now I have systems in place like I have those habits and routines that means that no matter where I am in the world and previously I was flying to different countries every month for literally four years and obviously not this year, but previously I had to have those routines and habits that would enable me to consistently stay on track so that I could be the person that I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. These are the only things that I could think about at the moment in, in terms of uh, the questions. I mean, do you have anything to ask me? <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> something about goals or, I know sure. it's, a, it's, a, it's a conversation with you, but anything pops in your mind or anything that you feel like add to this? Sure. Well, I think ultimately, yeah, the, 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 there's two lines of thought there. Right? I think the first thing is in the world of uncertainty we live in right now, I think it's incredibly important to not only set goals and not to think about what you want to achieve and progress is important, but also to be grateful for where you are. I think that there's many people in life that are constantly expecting so much of themselves and they put so much pressure on that it causes them to feel stressed, they feel overwhelmed, they procrastinate because they just don't want to attempt something and then fail and then feel bad about it. They prefer not to do it anyway. And I think that if we can trade those expectations for gratitude, it can change our life in a multitude of different directions and enable us to move forward. With regards to questions for yourself, I I guess the, the question that stems to mind is the insights that you've had from yourself of losing weight and the psychology i'm curious if there's anything that you would share for the people listening that could enable them to have the same self-awareness if there's something that they want to change that's currently not working for them brilliant question i think i've kind of touched on it earlier but um, i think for what i what i learned is that um, the more one can sort of like i mean this time is actually one of the best times to kind of use it as a self-reflection but i've learned about myself that um, the more we can self-reflect and the more we can sort of understand our own patterns and the more we can understand our, and patterns can be good or bad, at least in my opinion, I don't know what's your take on that, but I think if we can sort of figure out our own patterns and see what those patterns are showing us, if it, let's say if it's a pattern that's, a neg- that's giving us a negative result and we keep on seeing it, keep on repeating and that it, it shows you as a sign, as a symbol, and I think if we can look at that, then we can really see what is it that exactly is happening here and what's the cause of that particular pattern. So let's say if somebody keeps, this is not connected to weight loss, but let's say if somebody keeps attracting the wrong relationship, you know, um, if you keep attracting somebody who's um, uh, toxic for you, let's say, for example, then what is it that then I would sort of look at, if I was in their shoes, I would really look at myself and understand, okay, what is it in me that's sort of making me either attracted towards this connection or the other person is getting attracted towards me? So I think sort of then figuring out, okay, what are these patterns? What are my thought processes? What, what am I thinking in that? And why am I thinking in that? So 
I think that really helped me in my journey regarding anything actually. So not just this example, but just understanding the patterns that the patterns we have and understanding how, where is it coming from and what is, what is, what is their inner work that's still left that I need to let go of or I need to resolve or I need to heal maybe, you know, because at the end of the day, I mean, as humans, we're not perfect and we all have our flaws and we all have our traumas of life. We all have our stories. We all have our journey and we all have our, setbacks and we all have our lessons and I think mm. the more we grow the more we can sort of look at ourselves and the more we can sort of you know um, understand ourselves I think the more we can sort of make a better progress in life and that way I, 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 this process sort of works for me because then it doesn't make me feel overwhelmed it just makes me feel naturally going about my business because then I'm doing the inner work you know and like you said earlier I thought that truly resonated with me that most of it is psychology, inner psychology. And, inner, and I feel like it's also inner healing, you know? So I, I, yeah, I, I think uh, 80% psychology, 20% skill applies to most things in life. And I think yeah. ultimately when, when, when you were sharing about the, the insights that you've had, I, I think that self-reflection and understanding patterns is incredibly important. And then also yeah. being able to then act on that with the knowledge that you have. Because awareness is one thing, but doing something with that is something different. Totally. Totally. That, that I completely agree on that. that. That's really true. So yeah, I think uh, it's, it's, it's quite an interesting topic and it's, um, it, 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 it's the time of, um, it's one of those times where it's difficult to make goals as well. So I think it's, it's quite an uh, interesting topic to think about, to reflect about. And although it's a short topic, I just wanted to kind of, you know, have this conversation with Ben. I was very intrigued and I just really wanted to kind of leave a bit of wisdom and a bit of his wisdom and uh, just, uh, <laughs> just uh, anything he could add value to, towards us. So first of all, Ben, thank you so much for your time and adding uh, your valuable lessons and your teachings. And uh, it's, it's, I, I certainly learned a lot and I, I think I'm going to think about them myself and see how I can apply to me. And I'm hoping the audience can take something as well from it. And thank you for your time so much. And uh, another thing to finally say, that uh, how can one connect with you in terms of let's say if they want to look for to work with you what, what is the best way to sort of reach out basically and how, how can they reach out sure so you can get me on my website so ben-iv.com so i-v-e-y i'm not a plant and uh, the podcast the yeah we'll put it in the podcast notes um and either myself or, or one of my team of coaches i'm i have a, a wealth of resources to help people on their journey so if you feel like benefit from this conversation reach out i'm more than happy to point you in the right direction on the right resource to help you on your journey okay thank you very much so yeah we'll leave the links here and we'll also leave the uh, so do check out and we'll also leave the i think the pdf you mentioned earlier so we can leave that as well into sure. and um yeah hopefully it will add some value to you guys um let us know guys let us know uh, what the feedback is if there's any other question you may have that you're really curious about or any other topic that you think ben and me can speak in future let us know and we can always look, look into it but uh, again ben thank you so much for your time and yeah, my um, pleasure. It's, a, it's a short and sweet topic but it's to the point topic but i think it's, it's a helpful topic to discuss so thank you for your time again amazing okay cool i look forward right. to to, be, to speaking to you soon yeah yeah Okay, so bye-bye, everyone. Take care.